0: Silent Hill 2 is a game rife with religious symbolism. Language, imagery, and themes pulled from prominent Western faiths and used to create an atmosphere of grim horror and guilt. But which faith exactly is the one being used to amplify these themes? Other games by Kset would heavily rely on Western religious imagery specifically Christian imagery, crosses are in abundance, churches appear in multiple games. But those very obvious, overt images are not present in Silent Hill 2. There are smaller references that are easily missed in the background of the game. So what faith is most represented in Silent Hill 2? In the very first scene of the game, the player sees James standing in a bathroom. It's hard to see what's written on the walls, but there are multiple religious references graffitied across them. There are two quotes from the Book of Job, a Christian text, but not only a Christian text. And in the back corner, a strange image appears, a drawing surrounded by Hebrew text. This image has long-interested Silent Hill fans, and I, too, have wondered what it was, and if it had a real-world connection. Various fans online have traced this image back to two different sources, a text on demonology called the Dictionary of Demons, and a Jewish text on the Kabbalah by a noted Jewish scholar. I was able to trace it back to its original source, a Jewish amulet, kept in the Heschal Shlomo Museum of Jewish Art in Israel. It is, in fact, not the Christian faith that is central to Silent Hill 2's themes, but Judaism, and from it the game pulls on text and imagery to create a narrative about sin and punishment, and another, more subtle story about unjust suffering at the hands of an indifferent god. Why is this change made? The first game was clearly focused upon Christian imagery and language, especially with Dahlia and the cult, with major locations containing posters about Hell, crying Madonnas and Christ on the Cross. But in the second game, they disappear, along with the cult so associated with them. Is that the only reason they are no longer used? It more likely has to do with the kind of story the game is attempting to tell, and the best example of why the change is made comes from another source of influence for Silent Hill 2. The Russian novel Crime and Punishment. The story of a man who commits a heinous crime and is haunted by his guilt. Crime and Punishment is a heavily Christian novel, a fact acknowledged by its author. The protagonist, Raskolnikov, represents various moral schools of thought, which author Dostoyevsky was critiquing, nihilism, rationalism, and specific ideas of morality not centered on human values and faith. Positive characters in the novel are heavily associated with Christianity, and Raskolnikov's redemption comes from embracing a Christian faith. In the end of the novel, he has already turned himself in and is in jail in Siberia but it is only when he accepts faith that the story presents him as redeemed. It ties into an ideal present in many variations of Christianity, that redemption from sin can come from faith in God alone. You do not need to do anything else to earn it. It is not quite the same in Jewish traditions and stories. Many Jewish biblical tales focus upon people who fail, who do not measure up to the standards God sets and what follows is often tragic and painful for the people involved. The sinful must struggle to redeem themselves. At times when they do not see a need for redemption, when they don't realize how far they've fallen from grace, God will send a judge, a human agent who forces them back on the correct path, often violently. Judaism's history is long and full of tragedy, and as a consequence, its stories often present a vision of the world in which suffering happens for no reason, that God cannot fully be understood, and we as people must work harder to be better and earn forgiveness. The story of Job, quoted on the walls of the observation deck bathroom, is a Jewish text. It is a story that explores the age-old issue of why a divine, all-powerful being would allow evil in the world. The story of Job starts with a discussion between God and a servant of God known as the Accuser, or Satan. The Accuser questions whether Job would still love God if he lost everything, and if his faith is conditional based upon his quality of life. God agrees to test Job, and the events that follow lead to Job losing his family, his wealth, and everything else. The two quotes from Job in Silent Hill 2 come from sections after Job has lost everything. One of them is line 10:8, in which Job has finally been tried enough that he wails to the heavens, questioning why he has suffered, what he has done to deserve this. I loathe my life. I will give free utterance to my complaint. I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. I will say to God, do not condemn me. Let me know why you contend against me. Does it seem good to you to oppress, to despise the work of your hands and favor the schemes of the wicked? Do you have eyes of flesh? Do you see as humans see? Are your days like the days of mortals or your years like human years, that you seek out my inequity and in search for my sin? Although you know that I am not guilty and there is no one to deliver out of your hand. Your hands fashioned and made me and now you turn and destroy me the next section of the tale consists of another character rebutting job's self-centered lament the central argument being that job has not the wisdom of an almighty being as humans they cannot know why good people suffer it is not ours to know the second quote in sila hill 2 comes from section 13 in which Job expresses his wish to share his complaints with God directly. Line 28 is the last line of the section, a prayer that Job addresses to God, demanding to hear an explanation for his suffering. Why do you hide your face and count me as your enemy? Will you frighten a wind-blown leaf and pursue dry chaff? For you write bitter things against me and make me reap the inequities of my youth. You put my feet in the stocks and watch all my paths. You set a bound to the soles of my feet. One wastes away like a rotten thing, like a garment that is moth eaten. The notable things about these lines are not only that they both come from a story about a man suffering punishment, but they both express displeasure with the punishment. They are the helpless outcries of a wronged man towards a seemingly indifferent god. There are some pointed hints at who these lines are meant for and they make it clear there are two narratives at the heart of Silent Hill 2, not one. Is it James being referenced here? He is being punished for certain, but he is no Job. He is not an innocent man wrongfully tormented. He is not a blameless victim crying out, demanding answers. Once he remembers the truth, he never laments his punishment or asks why. He knows why. Is he the character that is created and destroyed? Is he the one that is moth-eaten? The image on the back wall of the bathroom, where these two quotes are present, is an image from a Jewish amulet, a protection spell against Lilith. The central figure taken from the amulet is the drawing of Lilith herself, the demon who preys upon pregnant women and children. She may have her origins in ancient Sumerian demons, and over time became a figure of folktale and legend, appearing in various Jewish texts, esoteric documents, incantation bowls, exorcism spells, and protection amulets over the centuries. A quote from the Jewish Kabbalah text The Zohar, which appeared in the 13th century, describes her thus... She roams the night, and goes all about the world, and makes sport with men, and causes them to emit seed. In every place where a man sleeps alone in a house, she visits him, and grabs him, and attaches herself to him, and has her desire from him, and bears from him. And she also afflicts him with sickness, and he knows it not, and all this takes place when the moon is on the wane. Some traditions present Lilith as Adam's former wife, a story that first appears in the alphabet of Ben Sira, where she is shown refusing to lie beneath Adam because they are both equal. When he refuses and says she is his inferior, she leaves him. God sends three angels of healing, Senoi, Sansenoi, and Samangelof, to retrieve her. She tells the angels to leave, saying she was created only to cause sickness to infants and would not return. The original text was likely written as satire, which has been argued by Jewish scholars for some time, but the story and its traditions have become a major part of various Jewish communities the world over. Lilith is a woman, sexual and demonic, who has been created solely for the purpose of destruction, particularly of the innocent newborn children. Across from this image of Lilith, on the opposite wall of the bathroom, are posters of Maria. Maria is a character created from nothing, born from a wish. Presumably the power of Silent Hill, the godlike town itself, created her, only to torment and kill her. The force that does so is Pyramid Head. Three times he kills Maria to torment James but this torment is done to further James's redemption, to lead him to the truth. Pyramid Head and Maria are both helping James reach the truth, though Maria is ultimately also a temptation, a distraction from the final goal. Maria is who is referenced in these stories, the figure created to suffer, the innocent, the Job of Silent Hill 2. Pyramid Head is the judge, a figure of punishment who uses violence to lead James back to righteousness. And I've long discussed how these themes seem drawn from ancient Jewish biblical tales of judges. Maria, too, pulls upon Jewish tradition, the Lilith who tempts men created to be killed despite being innocent of wrongdoing. Her final suffering, hung upside down, recalls the punishments medieval Jews suffered in parts of Europe in which they would be hung by their feet until they were forced to convert. There are many threads in Silent Hill 2's narrative that may tie into Jewish themes and images. How likely is it a Japanese team of developers chose to draw upon Jewish themes? It's very likely, just as likely as they might choose Christian themes. Perhaps more so in this case, since the translator and script editor who worked very closely with the Silent Hill 2 team was Jewish himself. Thank you for listening to this week's Silent Hill Symbolism. If you like my work and want to support it, please consider becoming a member of my Patreon or YouTube. You can also buy my books on coffee, or you can follow me on social media and join the Discord to keep up with all my projects. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you all next time in Silent Hill.